This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast with Kevin Harrington and Seth Green. Kevin Harrington is the inventor of the infomercial one of the original sharks from the hit TV show Shark Tank, and has generated over $5 billion in TV and digital direct response sales. Seth Green is the world's first trusted authority on cutting-edge direct response marketing, a best-selling author, and the only three-time Marketer of the Year nominee. On the podcast, Kevin and Seth interview sharkpreneurs who share straight talk on what it takes to explode your business. Why do so many businesses struggle while others seem to explode overnight? Do you wish you had the secret to this type of exponential growth? Now, I've scaled more than 20 businesses to over $100 million, and it's not just luck. In my new book with Mark Tim, Mentor to Millions, you'll learn the repeatable framework I use in all my business ventures for massive success. Order at KevinMentor.com and get over $1,000 in bonuses. Head to KevinMentor.com. Welcome to the podcast. This is your host, Seth Green. Today, I've got the good fortune to be with Anna Parker Naples. Anna, thank you so much for joining us. Hey, it's great to be here, sir. Thank you. Let's go back in time a little bit. How did you get started? I got started in the online business world because I'd actually achieved some massive success in terms of audio, uh, which that that started because I'd actually been told that I'd never walk again. And audio and voice work gave me a platform at a really difficult time in my life. Um, I'm now fully recovered. Um, and a lot of that I put down to one mindset and knowledge of NLP and amazing things like that, but also the hope that being able to be successful in an audio field gave me. I had something really positive to focus on at a really rough time. That is absolutely incredible. I'm sure the longer version of that story is in a book somewhere. <laughs> it uh, is. Awesome. It is in a book. <laughs> awesome. We will tell everyone, we will certainly ask you about the book. What? Tell us a little bit about what your business looks like now. So now my business looks like the I have the podcast membership which is a series of online courses to do with starting, launching, monetizing your podcast. And then I run the podcast agency, which is a very successful British podcast agency where we're producing some amazing business, entrepreneurial and personal development shows. Um, we do a lot of consultancy to make sure that they work for people's businesses and then help them have cracking launches that put them on the, put them on the map. Well, that is absolutely incredible. And obviously right up our alley, what are some of the biggest mistakes you see entrepreneurs making who are thinking about starting a podcast? 
So they don't understand the feel and they don't understand that they have this unique window of opportunity at launch. And what I see a lot of people doing is deciding, oh, well, I'm going to see if it's okay first before I put any time or investment in it. So they don't make sure that their equipment's good enough, that the audio is good enough. Um, and they don't understand that it's really important to leverage that launch opportunity. I see so many people start podcasts and they say, oh, well, I thought I'd see if it did well before I told anyone to go and listen. And you're laughing, Seth. Have you done that? Have you done that yourself? Um, no, do it. <laughs> I, I have not, but we, I, I have seen people do that. Yes. Yeah. And it's a, it's a problem because you have this unique window where actually the algorithms are kind of on your side in terms of the podcast directories, particularly Apple. And if you make the most of that and you're driving as much traffic as you possibly can, you are more likely to not only climb in the charts in your own country and in other countries, but as a knock-on result of that climbing up the charts, your show will then potentially be positioned in the new show, new show section, the top show section and the browse categories, which means you're organically then reaching the right audience for you. So, but if, if you don't celebrate your show right from the word go, you miss out on those opportunities. Absolutely. I, I, I would agree a hundred percent. How are, give us some of the, we don't want all the secret sauce. Obviously we want folks to go check you out. What are some of the reasons why entrepreneurs and business owners should do a podcast in the first place? There's so many right now, Seth. So the first one is really positioning and brand authority. Uh, there's no other platform at the moment where you can literally put yourself, if you get your launch strategy right, put yourself up amongst those giants like Tony Robbins and Gary Vaynerchuk, Amy Porterfield, all those names that we kind of know in business. There's no other way you could get something where you're seen amongst them. So I always like to say it's like catapulting yourself amongst the giants. The other thing is incredible networks that open up to you because you're a podcaster. And, and Seth's nodding at me now. He knows this. So you, you can want to get in front of people's audiences, but they're much less interested. And when you're a podcaster yourself, you're more likely to be invited on someone else's podcast. So, uh, and it's, it's interesting how quickly that happens for people once they've launched a decent podcast. Um, and a lot of deals are done in podcast conversations. So not only is there the return on investment with listener to uh, with um, guest and host to listener but also a lot of collaborations and deals are done between podcast hosts and podcast guests on both sides of the table um and um that's something you don't want to ignore <laughs> absolutely a hundred percent you've had some incredible results not only for yourself but some of your clients can you talk about a few of those yeah, so we've had some clients who have had very niche audiences and within within a few months, they've hit a million downloads globally as well. So UK-based people who then have got huge followings all over Europe, America, everywhere. Uh, we've had shows that have reached number one in business in the UK, top 10 in business in the US. US is always a little bit harder because there's so many of you over there. We have shows that hit the number one in marketing, entrepreneurship, careers, and some of these people already have established uh, social media followings and some don't. We launched quite a few people last year who they had potentially been incredible speakers or coaches traveling all around the world. So they'd never developed their social media following. It hadn't been part of what they needed to do. And yet all of a sudden they couldn't get on those corporate gig stages. 
so what we found was when we launched their podcast for them suddenly old connections were reaching out because they've got this tremendous visibility people felt very drawn to them they felt connected to them again and and their businesses were able to pick up almost where they left off pre-pandemic um i think that's 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 a great thing to be able to leverage absolutely what are some of the elements to a successful launch well, first of all, shouting about it, I think warming up your audience. So or everyone in your social media following that this is coming. So teasing them with it, not just waiting until the day it's gone live and then saying, come and help making your audience feel as though they're part of the process. So, you know, do, which artwork cover should I choose? Which music should I go for? What topics do you want? Are there segments you think I should include? Which guests should I reach out to making it a part of the conversation? And then really bringing, bringing people together to launch your show. So we just launched another of my own podcast, actually, which is called Podcasting for Entrepreneurs. And I hosted an all-day event as, as, part of the, uh, as part of the celebration of that podcast. Because if I can get 250 people together at one time and encourage them all to go and listen, I'm going to get better results than if I just put the odd posts out here and there. So... It's about finding ways to really motivate those connected with you to take action for you in a really short time frame. That makes a lot of sense. What about ways to um, grow our business with the show after it's live, after it's aired? So I think you have to vary the way that you promote your show. I think what worked two years ago where you would for episode number 122, you'd maybe put out an audiogram and you'd put out the image. Maybe it's got a picture of the guest. Those things you still have to have because there's the, the branding visibility. But I think you have to be a bit more clever in the way that you promote it now. Much more, you know, breaking up the content, building conversations around the content, effectively creating almost complementary con mini content around the podcast itself. You've always got to be thinking now, now that there's so much more choice in what we can listen to, particularly in business, what can I do in my con our social media content and my emails to make mine the one that they really want to listen to? And that's not a, that's not a one answer. There's no, because everybody's business is different. The hooks are different. The segments you could create in your show are different, but you've got to get your creative hat on a little bit more. Absolutely. You've achieved so much success, not only on your own, but for your clients as well. What's your biggest challenge now? We're actually taking this out to, to the masses. We, we got to a point where we couldn't, it was hard for the, the agency to scale. We've taken on more team. We've made sure our processes are slick. Um, and what, what's happening now is more on the, the getting people in because we now have clients in Australia, Canada, across the US, in the UK. So how do we make sure that we maintain that excellent service when we're launching so many? So we have a, a guideline that we only launch one show a week. There's only ever one person who goes live a week because then my entire team can be focused on them. They're not competing with one of our other shows that's also launching. Um, and that's really important to me that, that people get that personal service um, it would be a mistake for our clients to go up against each other. That doesn't feel, feel right to me. I would agree a hundred percent. We are the same way. Let's say we have someone who already has a show. Can your magic still work even though it might've been out for a while? Yeah, absolutely. So 
one is to think about well if my show's been out for a while did I in the first place do the planning did I actually stop to think about how this was going to work for my business and there's usually some fundamental things people have missed and I completely hands up my very first podcast four or five years ago I didn't I didn't get it right and that's why I want people to learn that there are things that you can change your growth tactics can always change grow pivot you can always put your center back on uh, your attention back on your podcast i think many people they're really excited about their show at launch and then six months down the line it's not the new kid on the block it gets neglected a year down the line it's even worse and then you see your competitors coming into the field and you think well how do i compete and yet there are so many little tweaks that you can do and i think crucially we have to make sure that whatever we're doing on our own podcast is more than good enough now that there are so many so many podcasts we have to make sure that our content is is great absolutely well your passion is obvious what do you like best about what you're doing what i like best is that i believe audio can actually change people's lives 30 percent of the world are have um audio or are auditory learners they have a preference for audio now, when I talked to you earlier about the fact I was told how many years ago that I might not ever walk again, I'm fully recovered. But in those really dark times, there were two pieces of audio that really stood out for me. One was a, a very early podcast that I heard Tony Robbins on, where he basically said, whatever you're believing that you never can, what would happen if you took action to make it true that you could? And for me, that was testing how far I could, I'm going to put in inverted commas, run, um, because obviously moving was difficult for me. And another one was actually listening to The, the Magic of Thinking Big, which, although not a podcast, was an audio book. And that, that really started to expand my mind. And what I believe we're doing with podcasts is we're getting these really important messages that change people's lives into people in a really intimate way. And I love to think about the impact on the world when more and more people are listening to valuable content that just so happens to hit them in a personal way at a particular time. And that for me has real meaning. So yes, we get the flashy numbers, the top charts, the, the, the millions or thousands of listeners, but it's actually, those are individual people who have a problem. And that's often why we're listening to a podcast. That is fantastic. For our viewers and listeners who want to learn more, where is the best place for them to find you? I have two podcasts, so it depends what stage of the journey you're at. So podcasting for entrepreneurs, if you're already bought into the fact that this is something you need to start, give out so much content on exactly what to do. Or if you're not quite there yet, but you are an entrepreneur, go and check out my other show, which is called Entrepreneurs Get Visible. Awesome. This has been Seth Green with Anna Parker Naples. Anna, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much, Seth. Great to meet you. Thanks everybody for watching or listening. We'll talk to you or see you next time. Do you need money to fund your idea, product, or service? Are you ready to take your business to the next level but need capital to get it done? Kevin Harrington has heard more than 50,000 pitches and knows how to help you make the perfect pitch to get the funding for your entrepreneurial dream. He's distilled the process down in his perfect pitch cheat sheet and it's yours for free. Just text PITCH to him right now at 727 888-2100. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 right now and claim your free perfect pitch cheat sheet. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 to start funding your dream today. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. 
To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.